0: Hello and welcome to Paper Tuesdays, I'm Michael Dwyer, Mark Halpin, Robbie Dunn, Shane Halpin. Yes, hi Mark, you're wearing glasses. Michael's glasses. I yes. like them now, they're very nice. I wouldn't be one for sunglasses, but yeah. I think I think it suits my overall attire. I have pineapples on, I'm, it feels like my Malaga. <laughs> Mark, you are a man of the
1: persona, really, you yeah. know, a Detective Pancake, and now, I don't know what you are, it's like Frida Ma- Stare or something, I don't know. It's Miami, something. Or something. very Miami. Miami vibes. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you remember your man? Do you actually do it, Oh sorry, you don't know see CSI Miami when there's some kombucha in the fridge, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 what's <laughs> sorry, his name? Miami has it, I don't
0: know, um, yeah, we, uh, let us know if you know who the manager that is, <laughs> I'd
1: say Brie Brown would own uh, we have Roisin Giza here, RKK's base, how are you Roche?
2: I'm good and yourself,
1: we're mighty, fantastic, yeah, <laughs> <They're great>. fantastic, <laughs> living like 365, actually Miami. we
0: know we're not, we're not, we're not, Ooh. what's up, we were shook up last night,
1: <laughs> I was anyway, well,
0: oh, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Bad. If you had saw the colour of Robbie Dunn and my tr- um, jocks... I'd say um, you got an awful try. Because I you now. were waiting on my
0: correspondence and I didn't text back for like no, two hours. I said Twitter now.
1: It's undelivered now. And we're just going to have to sleep on this. I was so nervous. I leave uh, Ash's... The girlfriend's sister goes, it's all right, Michael, it's all right. And I suppose they wouldn't have known that I was in a scary last night. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. context, sorry, you're listening. Yeah, so...
0: Um, this republican page uh text me so i was i was just getting ready for bed there last night it was about 11 o'clock or that and i was just getting ready to get into bed and i looked at my phone i had a dm on instagram from this republican page
2: mm.
0: uh i'll read out the messages because i only sent you the first one but then i there was more correspondence with them and did it get more frightening uh yeah yeah <laughs> okay uh, so i got a text yesterday at sorry it was half nine i got the text but i didn't check my phone so I got a message from a Republican page saying, we're looking at your podcast. Be careful, lads. Full stop. I text back saying, what do you mean? Oh no, so first I took a screenshot, sent it into our group chat, and then didn't respond for like two hours. And then I sent back, what do you mean? He goes, you're a silly C-word. We will see you, or sorry, we see you and Michael talking shite. I said, what were we saying? He said, we heard you mouthing about the Ra. We know where you live, Castletown. <laughs> <laughs> and... I was, I was rocked. Like, I was really? actually like, what have I said about yeah God, Like, sure. And what was was with you for this? Yeah, yeah, she, so was, she you know, was. She was. She was for me. Yeah, okay. no, genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely was shook up by this. Like, cause I don't know this page. It's a page, and they have like fifty thousand followers. Yeah, what I find frightening is they follow no one. They follow no they one. Know. Yeah, yeah. But I actually. Right. I, I follow this page because yeah. they share historical images of mm. Belfast during the Troubles things like that. And I like them because they are... there's good pictures there, like. yeah. And so,
1: <laughs> James will get you on that. It seems like very historical On this? Like,
0: yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's all historical content. Mm. And then, uh, after a while, uh, I sent back another message explaining that, look, I am not a unionist, whatever. I support right. Irish history and things like that. And then they came back with a video and one a uh, fella I know was with the fella who runs this page. And they were taking the piss. They were on the beer and... Yeah, it was a practical joke on me. Well, they got us. Yeah. They did And us. I, it was my own fault because <coughs> I called one of the lads who was with him a bitch earlier in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I kind of deserved it. But, like, I, I was shook up. And uh, you probably were as well. I only thought about that afterwards. I was at this time, but, sure. but you were kind of. You, they were, you were coming, coming after pinpointed. me. Sure. I wonder why yeah. they. Cho- yeah, well, yeah. Ah, sure, look. Yeah. It's well to have anything.
1: It's a good reminder though to be careful of what we say on this. Uh, yeah, no we're that not gonna be careful. No, no, we're not, oh, no,
0: no. But I tell you what, we go
1: I'm actually excited about this. There's this story, Mark, that you sent into the thing about Arthur Father Arthur O'Leary. Shout out to Father Arthur. He lived seventeen eighty to 1800, so he's long dead now. Fair play to you. Arthur. R-I-P. R-I-P. And, um so Mark, mm. this is the man who was holidaying well. Back then when you were intellectual usher you'd go on a grand tour of the continent and you'd mm. go off and you'd dilly dally and you'd write diary entries on the on the quay in northern France and here he was writing his diary only he saw this bear. It's the bear yeah. and he was uh, he had an he was on a massive leash and an owner with him. Yeah and he could point at the time and he could um, he could wave back at people and anyway so this is the entertaining bear and Mm. the the priest was just kind of taken with this and he was writing in his diary and then a few days later after a tour of neighboring villages in northern france they came back to where they were Mm. and um anyway the bear started getting tired and um when the owner started poking him with a stick then he got up the bear roared at his owner and started roaring in irish about the devil and stuff and then the priest heard him and goes over to the bear and goes (coughs) (laughs) to <laughs> and the bear goes back. And anyway, um, the bear, the the priest then goes to the mayor of the village, and he says, "There's an Irish man in that bear." And um, the, <laughs> the, the the owner runs away and leaves the bear, and they cut open the bear skin, and out pops a naked Waterford man. <laughs> So it turned out that the naked Watford man was... uh, He was on a boat from Cork to Bilbao in Spain, shipwreck, dorny-dorny. And he then has to hang on to a cargo box to try... And he's in the ocean. And then fishermen find him. They take advantage of him because they found him. And they say, we're going to put you into this bear skin now. And um, he was asked then, you know, how how did this make you feel? Mm. And he said... I didn't mind because I was well fed. So the man, the Watford man, with only Irish, didn't mind being in the bear costume. Or It wasn't a costume because there was no getting out of this. You stepped in
0: it, you pissed in it, you it, did everything in it. Was it was a real bear skin. Yeah, anyway, it wasn't like, like he was... That's why, because he would, if it was a kind of a costume, you'd sort of assume like, oh, this is this is a bear costume. Like, mm. you know, it was a real bear he was living inside of. Hmm. <sighs> oh, I that's tough. That that. That. I doubt they disinfected the uh, inside of it in our No, forest. no, I doubt they did. Oh, Jesus. Was it John Malan? <laughs> Imagine John Mulan Yeah But
1: well,
0: what do you make of all that now? It's, it's a fascinating story, isn't it? it is yeah. Because
1: oh, every single letter That paper chooses is true Which is mad You know it's not None of that is fiction
0: What year did you say this was? In 1780
1: 1780 That is so. mental
0: Isn't it? Yeah. Jesus The
1: Christ. fact that it was pure Native Irish speaker And do you know what I love Mark? It kind of ties into Something we, we've discussed before Yeah How the economy
0: mm.
1: He was going over with a with a boat of cod to Bilbao. Mm. So he was bringing his skills of the fish to Bilbao. He, yes. Like, there was no... He wasn't working for a company or anything. And this was how the economy worked. And you would never think of this, you know, that's how... That's what is involved. It's like you baking cakes, Roisin, and deciding, no, I'm going on an expedition now to, I don't know, Donegal. And you're just going to bring your cakes up there. It's it's mad, isn't it? To think that's how trade develops. And eventually then, yeah... The, uh, I don't know how would you describe it, but anyway, Mm. sorry, Mark. Mm. This is linked then to your the example that you gave me of. um, Do
0: you remember you were explaining how, how how economy? Yeah, started
1: off with some lads looking for nails, and then or you know yeah yeah, how, how prosperity evolved. Yeah,
0: that like it was just it's why sort of we don't kill each other. There's not major warfare and stuff like that because we can offer things to each other through specialization of trade. And that's why like Ireland is of use to other countries and that's why they we're not overtaken or oppressed or things like that. We're actually very good in that sense. We can export cattle because we have such good grass. The sheiks and stuff bring their horses up to kill there, don't mm. they? Like we do, we've a lot to offer to the to other countries. So we, we prosper fairly well as a small island. I like when you pair back the example and you give the idea that, you know, you go off and spend a
1: few days in work because then you can pay money for electricity. Yeah. So it's this idea that we don't... We specialize in one thing mm. and then we don't have to specialize in everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you were completely self-sufficient, what you would do... Say it was just you lived in a little hut in a field. You would have to go out, catch your own food. That would take, what, maybe two hours. You have to bring it home, skin it, cook it. That's another two to three hours. Then you'd have to light a fire. You'd have to, like... Uh, wash whatever the fuck you were doing in your own house like you'd have you'd have no free time but you'd be self-sufficient whereas if you become proficient in one thing and offer that to the community or to the wider group of people Mm -hmm. those people are specializing in other things like there's other people creating the electricity there's other people looking after the water there's other people look entertainment on netflix Mm -hmm. things like that so i don't have to spend the time trying to find entertainment for myself i just spend my time doing what i can to offer that to other people so they don't have to do what i'm doing you know, you, you benefit from other people's specialization. So you, through your own specialization, can benefit other people as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Mm.
0: Um, the the curveball in all of this,
1: though, I think is China. Because, nice. I yeah, because if you think that, you know, oh, everyone loves Ireland and we, we have skills and we give them off to the sheeps and whatever. Mm. But China is kind of developing its own monopoly and... Does it, it doesn't need the reciprocity? Oh, Jamie Mac. Malig- the The malig- rec- <laughs> the, malig- <laughs> the reciprocity of dealing with other countries.
0: Yeah. But do you see, then the people there aren't entirely self sufficient either, are they? No, yeah. no. So
1: the same principle applies. Yeah. The, how China relates it within itself. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's interesting. A communist sort of thing, mm. isn't it? Yeah. 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 A uh, beautiful Bantry. Uh, there was an article there in a Cork newspaper. The past weekend there has seen a West Cork socially distant festival where they welcomed visitors. For the pantry, well, it was either a walking festival, but if you were very... Cute eye, and you wouldn't only adhere to whatever was on your, you know, your news media. You'd say that it was the Bantry Wanking Festival, <laughs> because that was the misprint in the local newspaper. And it's the popular undertaking of endurance that takes place in <laughs> every year. That's the quote in the newspaper. So yes, plenty of wankers <laughs> or walkers roaming the fields of Bantry there. Um, <laughs> Quite the feast of entertainment,
0: time, I'm sure. It. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I wouldn't <laughs> like to be in the clean-up community after that, Oh, When was that, we this made... week?
1: Yeah, just the big holiday we get, we missed it, yeah. Oh, we missed yeah, it. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> oh, Jesus. Mm. Should we control our own Paper Tuesdays? <laughs> paper Tuesdays, walking yes. festival, Walking festival, yeah. We'll
1: have to charge into it anyway, yeah. <laughs> Two for... Would you bake the cakes for the walking <laughs> festival?
0: <laughs> We'll supply the icing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like being the only girl in the room
1: In other news, um, Ingrid Miley has retired from RT. Best of luck, Ingrid. Okay. almost <laughs> yeah, We wish her well. But I love the advice she gave her colleague, right? Know your shit and then no one will care about your wrinkles. I think there's a lot to be said for that. You know, that if you... Or a journalist mm. and you know or anyone if you know your shit it doesn't matter about your appearance if you know how to bake a fucking cake it doesn't matter who you are like you know is there a lot to be said for that There is there uh, is uh, judging it on the the quality of the output yeah. judging it on um what's the, what's the phrase that we use now like um rewarding
0: oh oh merit yes yes yeah. exactly yes yeah. and that's that is what's most important isn't it like what you can offer the world yeah, your looks are are going to fade. Everyone's is going to fade. You know. Yeah. All this fucking like um, Instagram models and things like that. Like it's it's not sustainable, is it? Like yeah. you need you need to have a skill or a talent or a level of intelligence to be able to operate your way through the world. Yeah. 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 Roshin, what goes in? When did you start baking cakes?
2: Um. Well, like I started... I set up the business there the week before Easter. Yeah. Um. And I just kind of set it up because my sister got on to me, so I can't eat dairy or gluten. Mm. So my sister got on to me and she was like, why don't you just set up, you know, some cakes or, you know, selling little cupcakes and stuff like that because, you know, it's the new trend now to be vegan and to things like that. And parents aren't going to really find a vegan birthday cake or a dairy-free birthday cake for someone's 21st or 18th, you know, one of those big cakes. Yeah. So my sister was like, you know, you'd have some sort of business there like parents aren't really going to understand where to get things like that Um, so I just set up with Easter boxes to start off and then you were my very first customer really with, um, yeah your first customer on a cake and then it kind of just took off from there yeah. out of nowhere mm. before that I didn't really bake like I baked for myself mm. say if it was a birthday or say if I was going to an event and I knew there was going to be like treats added that I couldn't eat I might bring like some I don't know brownies or a little like cupcakes or something like that mm. just along for everyone to eat but I knew I could pick on it as well mm. um but then it just kind of took off and it's not as if I'm getting you know what I set out to be as in dairy-free cakes or gluten-free cakes or anything like that I'm just getting normal like cakes mm. and it's just took off completely which I'm yeah, completely shocked in- about
1: there's a demand there, and that's what's interesting, you know, like you're, you're filling a gap or you're providing a service as such.
2: I didn't think, yeah, I really didn't think there was. Um, I just kind of done it for like the crack, like just, you know, especially during COVID and I'm not in work at the moment, like my work's closed. So I'm just kind of sitting around and I was like, well, at least, you know, it's keeping me busy, mm. but it's like nonstop, yeah. nonstop. And originally it was kind of just weekends and then it started getting weekdays and it's just constantly every day. Yeah. You're, you know, providing something, whether it's, you know, just like friends meeting up and you want a few cupcakes or like a barbecue or something like that, or it's a birthday or with well, Father's Day coming up now as well. Yeah. Like you're getting a demand and then communions, confirmations. Yeah. Like I'm oh, getting no. I'm getting the dates for communions already and I'm like, I'm not looking forward to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when, when, do you enjoy baking? Do you enjoy, you know, the process of, baking a cake like what 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 goes into it um
2: i do like i enjoy it um it's stressful i'm what i'd say a perfectionist when it comes to cakes right so if i like i had a cake there that was due on friday and i done it on thursday evening and i didn't like it i did not like how it turned out yeah so i woke up friday morning and redone the whole thing right because i just did not like how i'd like read how i'd done or whatever i just redone the whole thing so i do like i like the process of it but it does get stressful when it comes to me being a perfectionist on how it looks yeah um but once like when i give it to a customer and the customer is happy that's a a reward to me yeah like i really like when you know i give to someone someone's like oh my god i can't believe this is amazing like thank you so much i'm like oh okay thank you
0: (laughs) Cool. I actually
2: yeah. done something good.
0: That's satisfaction. Mark, do we ever baked? <sighs> Have I ever baked? <laughs> we baked, did we? We used to make uh, pizzas with Pat and Helen. Did you remember that? Yeah, I think there was one. Like you did go through a phase of getting like a crock uh, Did I? Like, like a week, you had a few packets around and then you just you think you made one batch of cupcakes and like left at that, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got an old. Thing. Right. I I started skateboarding last night actually. That's my oh, new did you? thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. saw Brie yeah. me a skateboard, now. I don't. I don't right. know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty prone to that now. What's involved in the skateboard? What,
1: how do you find it? Oh, that's
0: uh, it's grand, sir. I'm. it just takes fucking pushing your leg off. I suppose and standing on top of it and. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, don't I it, saw the no, skateboard, and
2: I was like, "Oh, I want to go on the skateboard. Like this is gonna be great crack. Put my foot on it." And I was like, "No, no, no. Right. I'm not it's, doing this." It's scary enough. It like, is scary. You fall
1: off. The simplest things. I know we. Oh, Mark, mm. we were training on Friday, and mm. you with the box jump. Yeah, and that, yeah. Was yeah, yeah was, that was mad. Yeah, yeah, that was mad. Like we basically we were trying to um, leave the ground with both feet at the very same time, but I, I, and uh, then hit the box at the same time. Wasn't able to do it, and you know it will take a practice of. Once time, you get the box jump once, in.
2: once you get it once, you like you've got it. Yeah. But it's the it's the thought of going into the box jump. Yeah. And actually trying to land. Mm. With your two feet on it, without hitting or falling. Yeah, but once you get it once, it just like automatically goes.
0: There's a lot of trust in it, alright. There is, because you can scrape your knees off the edge of it, and that will happen. Right, it will happen. You will put you your knees. Will, off. You will. Yeah. You will fall. Or Did you ever do horse riding? Uh, once, yeah.
1: Once, uh, yeah. Um, they said uh, you had you had to fall seven times before you were a good enough horse oh, rider. a
0: yeah. horse. Yeah, Should
1: I fell three know? or four times. Did you? Know. Yeah. Did it hurt? I liked it now. Um. Did it hurt? No, not really. No, you're oh. falling on sand. No, Honestly, you're falling well. three or four feet. and No, it wouldn't be a hole.
0: You could break yourself up though, you get caught in the reins. There was a fella, uh, uh, I heard a story of, he was drinking up in Cool Grainy one night and uh, he he brought the horse up, he was on the horse and he was driving <laughs> oh, wow. the horse home drunk. And mm. he fell off the horse about halfway home and he yeah. got caught in the reins and the horse brought him the whole way home, dragged him along the ground. He, yeah. He, he's fine now. Genie, yeah. mate. Yeah, wouldn't bother on him. And the
1: horse knew where to go like. Yeah. I was reading uh, Mark Patrick Hederman's book yesterday. Shout out. Shout out to Mac, <laughs> the himself. The <Moncombe>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was reading it in a car park and, uh, in Dublin. And uh, there were bits in it that I actually burst out laughing. <laughs> oh no, it wouldn't uh, be funny, only I, I had the door wide open. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I was there was a bit that I took a photo of here and it's a bit relevant. So um, there was this woman in 1921 and she wrote home to some gentleman and she said, um, I um I am looking forward tremendously to returning to Ireland in March. I'll ride up to see you directly when I get home. And then there's a note at the bottom. We walk here in the morning and it was uh, of a lovely place in Paris, but I give anything for a ride. And then he goes on to say, if a young lady of winning Barrington's background in education happens to scrawl in 1921 on the front of an open postcard that she would give anything for a ride. (laughs) We cannot interpret this with any of the lurid and all-knowing consciousness of 21st century voyeurs. Such an innocent greeting to a groom who kept horses in the district around Glenstall can in no way suggest any hint of romance. (laughs) I love the qualification there. You know. Yeah, I can imagine him saying it. Yeah, so, everything, yeah. every single word was like, "This is how we said it." Yeah. Oh gosh, she's gas. Yeah. Well, we may go back. That we may go down to Glenstall I Abbey. So. Oh, I, think I think so. I think so. There's thing. just so much uh, entertainment there. there. Like, um, oh, he's just a gas ticket. <laughs> he's told well, yeah, he's told one story of how when he was thinking about going into the monastery that. Um, <laughs> this woman demanded an interview with him This local woman And she had a lisp or something She couldn't pronounce her R's or her W's mm. And she She goes up. She sits down the 18 year old And goes You see this This is a brazier. Mm. It's a brazier Right mm. When you've taken off two or three of You can go into that prison But you have to take off As so, so go off now And get, spend some time with a few women Before you go off becoming a monk <laughs> And he just ran away frightened So <laughs> What a tale What a tale <laughs> And then to add to it, that say a woman was convinced that she was De Valera's half sister. So there's a hell
0: of a lot that we need to explore. Mark Patrick Headman, I think so. <laughs> he, he's a, a nugget, isn't he? Like, oh, that's. <laughs> do you, yeah. I know, right? So you, you, uh, uh, you, ha- you like religion? You have religion as part yeah, of you. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Would you ever consider a role as a religious minister? Oh. There's a role as a... Yeah, I uh, I can see you up on an altar. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I think you'd love it. Yeah. 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 We'll just wait till we allow but about like, marriage. It's Asher sermons. It's what, it's, it's Asher sermons. <laughs> well, oh, no, it's both. Uh, <laughs> you can be a deacon. oh uh, Yeah, but like... Deacon Dwyer. Deacon Dwyer.
1: <laughs> It's about time that I let out one of these personas, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm well able for it because I think... Like, life is messy and... You need something to try it all together. Rumi has that quote um did you hear see it lately? um I saw it on some Instagram page that religion has love, but love is not in religion, but you know love is everything all religions have love yeah but there's you know it's not that there's a monopoly on love um and I'd be full I'd be full into Rumi now and all that you know I just think um I just think that, you know, we, when we die, mm. we don't want the case that, like, it's, it's like, that's it now. You're, it's the end of your warranty and you go off. I, like, it's mm. not like our corporate culture can satisfy that human yearning for something. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm very going, going very wishy-washy now, but, like, that's just the no, way I It's feel. important.
0: It's important to have some sort of connection with the sacred as well. You can't get lost in either, though you know, you can't spend too much time thinking about the sacred and become a monk and like meditating all the time because then you lose the connection to what life is and what's to be experienced. But then you get too caught up in your day-to-day life and making money and your status and things like that. Then you get caught up in that and you lose the sacred and you forget what the root of it all is as well. So I think it's important to sort of stay in the middle, Mm. you know.
1: Naval Ravikant has a great one of, you know, he says we could, there are two options really, you can go off becoming a monk or you can view life as an iteration of games, that everything in life is a game and that everything, you know, in upskilling and absolutely everything. we, I think in looking back over our podcast in the last year, we have viewed it as an iteration of games. You know, mm. it's you, you buy the mics, then you buy the cameras, you, you just constantly move up and progress. And like, mm. it's probably, I suppose the reason why we've lost it or the reason why, because all this is... You can't see it. You can't mm-hmm. see progress in the, the ways that we're describing. I suppose you can when you look at mics and cameras, but you don't mm-hmm. think of it at the time that, you know, this is us levelling up. You you just do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's a hell of a lot of wisdom in what Naval Ravikant has. So I think that's kind of uh, linked to how you describe, you know, you can either just meditate and ponder divine nature and, and the be- what it is to be a human being, or you can go off and make a whole load
0: of cash. Yeah what you were saying there, like, isn't this kind of when we started, when we said, wouldn't it be great if we could have, like, a studio set up somewhere and, like, have, you know, pictures yeah. on the walls and cameras and uh, yeah. set up. And yeah. that's what we have now. And, like, back then, that was kind of like, you know, uh, oh, imagine if. Yes. And now it is. Yes. And, we like, I think we sort of, can, you can lose appreciation for the things as you gather momentum with well, them as well. Well, that's why your practice of daily gratitude is just so important because gratitude and, you know
1: rejoice uh, you know joy uh, all of these words come back to give thanks mm. and give thanks is gratitude you know like there's a lot to be said for daily thinking of just jenny i've had a lot to be grateful for grateful that i can write grateful for
0: that i can drink kombucha you know it's just, your nose isn't blocked I and
1: mean, <laughs> no you're but, grateful
0: your nose isn't blocked yeah yeah grateful yeah. you can use your you only have five toes on each feet grateful your parents aren't cousins And <laughs> uh, cousins yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot to be thankful for there is yeah
1: um, There was... I was going to... Ah, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was going to draw this back in. I love doing this back. Mm. I love playing little games with myself where I say, how can I draw this now, connect it to something else? So we're, we're talking now about religion and God and blah, all this <laughs>
0: big, fancy stuff. Big words. yeah and, uh, blah, blah, fucking hot air. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that it's totally related to baking and cooking cakes because yeah. when you're giving thanks and being totally in the present, that's what I feel anyway. When I have a big, low... Uh, dough in my hand and I'm stretching it out because I can only focus on what I have in my hands at that moment. I can only focus on... Do it with us.
2: <laughs> I can do it now and it tastes like...
1: Yeah. And then you turn it up and you're t-
2: <laughs> <laughs> That is the image of me baking a cake. That is exactly really? how I bake a cake.
1: But have you ever made bread?
2: No. No. I actually all right. haven't.
1: I made sourdough made two weeks ago. And that's oh yeah, it. Well, it's very similar. Very it similar.
2: It is. It's, but I... I've like it was hard I had to get my I had to get my mum involved I tried I tried and I was like this is not working out like, why is it just sticking to the hole? like because yeah. it's really hard to need it yeah it is. I, it's really hard to need it my mum was like just, just walk away just let me do it but, just, just let me do it yeah so she I just is. I just gave up and she yeah. she just went for it and I was yeah. like oh how did that work she was like you just have to have patience yeah. which I do not have patience
1: right yeah so I don't
2: lot- I don't know if I could actually just go and bake bread like cakes was completely different
1: right yeah well, I was kind
2: of scared. Sorry, I keep interrupting. I, I was know. kind of scared of where you were dragging that into. The yeah. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to bring this back. And I was like, where is he going? Where is this going to go?" Well, I come? suppose
1: it isn't really connected to baking but I just want to say that, like, when you are... Yeah, that that funny gesture that I'm doing there with the hands, that's that's really, like, I I forgot where I was for those 10, 15 minutes when I was kneading the bread, because all you have to do is focus on getting... Getting it as light, and fluffy. I'm doing a different movement now. So you're so concentrated
2: in that moment; like you have to be yeah. just fully focused yeah. in actually doing it. Because it's like when you're kneading, say, like was pizza dough. When you're kneading it, you have to do it quickly. And right. if you're not doing it quickly enough, like it just sticks. Like you have, in order to get it into that like right kind of doughy texture, you have mm. to just constantly keep going at it, nice and quickly. Mm. But if you're not going quick enough you're just you're not in the moment and therefore it takes a lot longer mm. to actually do i don't know if it's the same with bread now i've never baked bread but maybe it is maybe it isn't
0: so it sounds similar all right yeah uh, about the gluten stuff roisin and the dairy free do you find like would you what would be the after effects of you eating that or how did you find out that you were um, intolerant
2: so when i was a baby i obviously don't remember like but when I was a baby, apparently, I suffered with really bad reflux when I was a baby. Mm. And apparently, like, wait, my mum always thought, like, I might be kind of intolerant to dairy a little bit. Because if I had a bottle, like, I couldn't be fed without, say, having an after effect or, you know, not being able to keep it down. That's probably the most disgusting thing ever. But um, not being able to keep it down. And then it kind of just went away throughout the years. And then I think it was fifth year or sixth year. And I started getting reflux again, but I obviously didn't understand what reflux was or what was kind of happening. And I went to the doctors. and I remember the doctors kept going to me being like, you know, it's, maybe it's just like, you know, maybe you're hiccuping or maybe you're, you know, I don't even, I can't remember what they were saying to me. Mm. And I was like, I can't explain it now because it's not happening to me right now, but it happens sometimes. And I just like get this hiccupy burpy thing. Mm. And they were like, "Oh, um, maybe you're just making it up. Maybe you're thinking, you know, you're thinking something's happening." Mm. And they were putting me on all this sort of stuff. And then in sixth year, I was getting really sick. Um, like I couldn't. I was getting like really, really bad colds, or I can't remember what I had, but my immune system was like completely low mm. in sixth year. So mom decided to get my like blood tested. Mm. That way you can get like your allergy tests. Yeah and got that tested and he was like oh you can't eat gluten or dairy there was kind of like a level out of one to five and if you were closer to five that was how severe you were And I think dairy I was 4.5 out of five or four point something out of five anyway and gluten I was four out of five and he was like you can eat it but you know just be careful and then since I completely cut it out now obviously my body has become more intolerant out of it so if I eat Gluten or dairy, like reflux, just acts up. I'm in really bad cramps, so I know straight away if I've eaten it, and it's just not worth it.
1: Have you ever gone gluten free? Yeah, yeah I gone... tried
0: it. I thought it was gluten free. I wasn't. It was just one of the supplements I was taking was making me oh. sick. I was, I was in, I was taking these sort of like hemp supplements because you couldn't get CBD oil where I was, and I was I use it for sleep, so I was taking those and it was making me sick. I tried cutting out everything. At one stage, I was just eating meat and like leaves. And it was still making me sick and i was like look this is how it can't be this like so i was actually i was booked for a colonic irrigation because i was so bad okay like i was getting horrible horrible cramps in my stomach right but it turned out it's just, just
2: like a pure knot in your stomach like yeah. it's just really sore it's not worth it
0: yeah, yeah. Then, then i just i just stopped taking supplements and that was it and did you have reflux uh no no i didn't have reflux right. it wasn't gluten it wasn't i eat not everything now
1: again Yeah. I have reflux a good bit. Well, uh, when I'm more stressed and anxious, I have a lot yeah. more reflux. reflux. Mm. But it's very interesting in that you know they can give you a tablets to try and make a gastro resistance, but
2: it doesn't really work. isn't
1: a whole lot that can There's, do it. You
2: can't really solve it. Like, mm. and I got really sick there. When was it? It was a couple of weeks, not weeks ago, a couple of months ago now, and we couldn't understand what was happening. Like my reflux mm. was really, really bad, and I mean like constant. Um, and I hadn't eaten dairy, I hadn't eaten gluten, and I hadn't eaten anything different. So we were trying to figure out what it was, doctors couldn't figure out. So they just put me on some sort of tablet and they were like, oh, hopefully this works. But you just kind of had to go with it and hope hope that like a tablet or some sort of thing will ease it. Yeah, it's more so just easing it than getting it to kind of go, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do
0: you know something interesting I read this I week? So, um. Your stomach produces just as much serotonin and acetylcholine and other neurotransmitters as your brain. And your brain gut, your, you know you know all about gut health your kombucha and stuff There's like that. I'm big into it, but I haven't actually read into it.
1: But I, I know it feels right anyway.
0: Yeah, so apparently your gut brain and your... My belly is showing. <laughs> your gut brain and your head brain are connected by the vagus nerve. Ah, yes, right? yeah. And you have 100 million neurotransmitters in your intestines. Whoa. Right. It's crazy in the first place. But if you sever the vagus nerve, right? The connection between the head brain and the stomach brain. Yeah. The stomach brain will still operate independently of your other brain. Wow. It will still keep producing those neurotransmitters. That's mad. Of itself. That's really so it's its own it's its own brain. You have two brains. Yeah. And it's it, kinda yeah. connected to the way we think that the
1: brain like neuro is everything to do with the brain. But mm. yeah, we think the brain is just in the head. But like there we go. The the brain is all over your body. Like if, if you can be connected to the intestines. It's in your it's gut, bad.
0: and that's sort of what they reckon like when they say gut feeling. Yeah. That's your gut brain. Yes. Yes, sir. And how it feels. No. Uh, Dr. Tony,
1: um, oh, oh, no, a different Dr. Tony. He's <laughs> the founder of Headspace um, and he's from Sligo. Mm. And he was on Brendan O'Connor a few weeks ago and he taught us about voo breathing. Oh, and right. have heard no, about voo, no, voo no, let's breathing. Do it, let's yeah, do it. woo, woo, woo. Ah. Okay, so um, he said that um, the, this brain sends 20% of signals to the gut brain, but mm. 80% of your signals go from your brain to the brain, or something like this, and mm. so to get that vagus nerve working right, he recommends voo breathing. And so voo breathing means that we go, we do an inhale, and then we go voo. Vo- Like I can't. Uh, we're ready. We're we're, <laughs> we're,
2: often,
1: we're always ready to go on the yeah.
2: I I, in, I inhaled and I was like, okay, right. I'm gonna join in and I just out laughing straight away. And you just kept going. It's like I can't keep this in. It's
1: very interesting because um oh well to me anyway it's very interesting that that um the more you do that anyway the more like you kind of get this calming effect and you will get it, the calming mm-hmm. effect but sure look that's up to you to try out mm-hmm. and. But as well as that, it's kind of linked to the fact that we, um, what that is doing is making us feel again, feel the connection to our gut brain or whatever. Mm. But as well as that, then, uh, G- Gabor Mate, mm. he says that our unresolved trauma is because we're not connected to our gut brain. So mm. we're letting the trauma heal by reconnecting with the with the vagus nerve. Now, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> and look... It's up to you. <laughs> I, I I think it makes sense, but look, I'm not going to force you into thinking. Mm. I think every, look, there's no way we can force people into thinking anymore. I think that's the only thing we can take from the 20th century. Yeah. We shouldn't. And I know that, and that goes across everything <laughs> because, you know, sometimes these little waves come up in, you know, oh, you can't be doing that or whatever in, in like cancel culture or whatever. No. But like, do you know, I think at the end of the day, if we, if we don't try and tell everyone else what to do, but we're trying to live as both we can would we'll be okay yeah what yeah. do you y- think you can't,
0: imp- you can't make people think a certain way you can't make people yeah. think a certain way about you so you're better off just trying to make yourself happy first
2: yeah and yeah. then that'll
0: reflect out not
2: everyone's gonna like you and like it's like with mean baking cakes or like personal training or something like that like you're never gonna not everybody's gonna like you and get along with you right so you mm-hmm. have to you have to just like be, be doing it for yourself and be happy with yourself instead of just trying to please everybody else around you. So everyone yeah, else has different definitely.
0: thoughts. Yeah. How does propaganda work though? How did that happen in Nazi Germany if you can't influence other people's thoughts? You can't. Well, that's because everything that they... Sur- it's like everything, Mark. When you
1: say, as personal trainers, you probably say that, um, you know, healthy eating or whatever comes from your environment. It doesn't come from a bad takeaway on a Friday. It comes mm. from what you surround yourself with. But mm. well, if you're surrounded with films that tell you a certain way, if you have uh, radio advertisements that tell you a certain way, if you've, you know, if you make, you know, if you build a culture around you that says everything in a certain way, then that's the way it is. yeah i the robbery right,
0: right and left in America, yeah. They, yeah, exactly. they get their news from exactly. Fox. You yeah. have this, um, yeah, confirmation bias, yeah. You only want the information that will confirm that you're right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I think that goes for everyone. Look, we're all human, we're all victims of this,
1: yeah. Um, this is a very good Joe Rogan there, and um, you know, we're, we're in a very interesting place for humanity, aren't we? Like, in that when we look back and you know, we look at um, maybe the likes of. George Washington, and we look at look back and and say, "Janie, he was a bad man, or whatever." Like, can we re- d- have we got to a stage now where the human being is perfect? And uh, right now in twenty twenty one, everything is right, mm. and we can look back in the past. No, no, People but where, But it's we're blind to our own fallacy in that. Like, I don't know. I can't look at the world now and say, "What are they going to look back and say, Janie? They were an awful, awful crowd altogether."
0: <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, well, and it, it will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure, people get cancelled now because of their tweets in 2012, don't they? Yeah. And people's thoughts change on a daily basis, let alone yeah. over 10 years.
1: Mm. It's just very interesting because I just, I don't know. Because it's if we go on the premise that the human being is, like, in 30 years, what are they
0: going to look back on us like? I'm sure. Uh, who cares? They started the TikTok. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. They
2: started the TikTok. They're
0: gonna do it anyway. Yeah. TikTok is wrong. <laughs> Michael Collins didn't die, so grown men can make TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe like,
1: no, I won't. Uh, oh, I' trashing it out now in my head, but like, I'm just thinking like this introspection and looking back and like self awareness or whatever. But maybe it's just going to be a case that you know it's just the next TikTok. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. But I don't hmm. think that will happen either. I yeah.
0: don't know. you're doing bingo again tonight
1: yeah yeah we're thank you Mark. <laughs>
0: yeah nice little segue there
1: <laughs> yeah i got a call on friday night to be an emergency bingo with over. who Jer kush
0: god there you go god yeah. oh, better man i'm yeah. glad to hand over the reins now. to <laughs> next week Jer kush will be presenting
2: <laughs> guest presenter that'll
0: be gas yeah We you get Jer- would-, would he come on oh yeah would he oh yeah Sure, he did an Instagram video a while ago. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I might have seen that for yeah. Wexford GA or something. Yeah, else, yeah, sure. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd have Jared, in the, I'd say in his garden. It'd be a nice little one, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jared Kush. See, this is the 25th anniversary. We're looking back in time and, you know, this is of 96. So yeah. we should just have, like, I don't know, the rest of the year should just be 96. I think that's fair uh, enough.
0: We're out today now on our first commission job as well. Yeah. Very exciting work. times. Keep um, an eye out for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what, what has become of us. for or just.
0: We're, well, you're sold out. We're sold out. <laughs> used to be about the podcast, man. <laughs> here, never, always at uh, this. It's, one. it's
2: that time of the year. I'm doing this purposely on a Friday. I'm going to predict the future. Right. I'm calling the weekend. Uh, la la la, long weekend. And
0: I'm going to predict the future here now. The beaches and North Wexford is going to be full of gougers and shysters and and cowboys in general. Making a mess,
2: and blocking the roads, and just doing all kind of yokes like that. Causing a nuisance for locals, if there was a way for them just to like, spend their money
0: without causing a nuisance, or making a mess, mm. or just being around in general, it <laughs> would be great. I think we need to come up with something like that, just a way for people to give us money and stay in Dublin. We'll come up with a subscription service or something, we send them We'll send them an envelope full of Wexford sand <laughs> and they can stay in Dublin and put in their back garden. And just this time next year, we'll be millionaires. He's not wrong. Me and Breed went down to Kilpatrick there. We could hardly get parking. The full. Clown is full. When he Loathing said Breed though.
1: there, it was Breed Brown, not his mother Breed. Alton, just yeah, sitting, you know? Breed Junior. I just find it so disconcerting. I'm just never sure if you go to the beach with your mother or your girlfriend. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've repressed the fact that my mother's name is. (laughs) (laughs) Never, sorry, does that say the flat foot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you think he's not wrong? He's not wrong. Yeah, he's right. He proved that he manifested it. it. He
0: manifested
1: it. So you can manifest bad things. Oh, is it a bad thing? Well, it's a negative thing in that you know he just thinks that the dog. He's are a dog. Sure, people around like. No, no, no. So it's negative t- He sees it as a negative thing. Yeah, I don't mind
0: it. Yeah, yeah. It's a small irritation, I suppose, that they are out in the middle wait. of the road and like a few times I had to stop and reverse back into a driveway, let someone pass, and yeah. you know, but sure, it is what it is, isn't it? Like. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. That means
1: it's acceptance and whap, And that's why we have the green platform. The green
0: platform.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out John Coyle. Yeah, that's Declan Coyle. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out Declan Coyle as well. Yeah. And uh, what do you think of Flash Flood? He
2: is... Like, he is right in a way, if that makes sense. On on this Flash Flood, anyway. I wouldn't say I initially agree every Flash Flood. Yeah. But no, he is right. Like, Gory Town, taking it away from the beach area, like, Gory Town yesterday was shocking. Right. It was so busy. Yeah. And, like, I live in the town and I find it hard. I know when it comes to, like, bank holiday weekends and the sun, and now especially being able to travel out of the county, I can't get out of my, like, driveway. Right. We find it so hard to get out of my driveway. And I now can see where he's coming from. Like, he knew coming down to the... Okay. Sort of the bank holiday weekend, he was like, it's going to be packed and beaches are just going yeah. to be full and you can't get you can't drive on the road and yeah. sort of everything like that. But like I do, I do agree. But then I wouldn't say it is yeah. a negative thing.
0: I'm yeah. Sure, aren't we lucky to live somewhere where people want to come on holidays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we could live in Wicklow town. <laughs> Mack, That's a disaster. Yeah. Love Wickler town. We thought we'd be messaging us down. We can worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> well,
2: sure, I was in when I was in college in Dublin, like when I was in dance college, I had people say to me, being like, Oh, where are you from? And I'd say, like, I'm from Wexford and I'm from Gory and They're like, Oh, do you know do you know Quartet? Yeah. Or do you know about money? Like we I know someone that has mobile home down there, or I know someone that has Yeah like my granny parents is, or something it? like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And it was always, they always knew or always went on holidays down around here. Mm. I'm like, that's, it's crazy to think that everyone knows someone or knows something about down here. Yeah. You are just like, this is just a really small Even the simple
1: things, like, we've a lot to be grateful in, in terms of the economy. Like, I'm sure James kind of touched on it, but, like, all the hotels in Wexford are kind of booked out at the moment. But the hotels in Dublin are f- pretty available. It's mm. mad, you know, uh, and it was very hard to get down here because of traffic today. Now I didn't view it as a curse. I saw the Inch Creamery and that was worth it all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just not take it as a compliment. Everyone wants to be like us. Yeah. Yeah, it's way,
1: it's we way me. to be. Yeah. I, yeah, I've just had a few weeks. though. I think if we kind of became more laid back and then we could be like the groovy Southeast as well, <laughs> the groovy like, southeast. We, we could let it hang out as well. And we can we big can big on that expression. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I have that expression. I just believe in it. I believe in it. Manifest it. All <laughs> Paper, Let it all hang out, Paper chooses. Let it all hang out.
0: Who's letting it all hang out? Liam Dunn.
1: Oh, great idea.
0: Can I give you the parish of the week, also? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's,
1: go uh, on. No, one second. Wilburton and Cambridge Shirt, they'll be disappointed if I didn't mention them. Wilburton, yeah, they're hmm. in a bit of hot water there at the moment because, um, anyway, the, there's a vote of no confidence in the parish council because they're accused of not being democratic, accountable, transparent. Mm. So, yeah, um, it's not good there at the moment, but we, we think it's going to work out for Wilburton. We're thinking of the councillors at the moment. We think of the residents too, because they feel aggrieved. There's It's all over a housing development, but do you know, Mark, love will prosper here. And namaste to Wilburton. Yes. And I'm giving a horoscope that everything's going to be all right. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Leave done. Leave done. Right, Roisin, pick a uh, page number between 1 and 286.
2: 1 and 286. Uh... One
0: nine four. Right, Michael, would you like to do the honours? Oh, I'd love to.
1: But I have to say that I was a little bit drained from talking hurting at this stage and was shocked that I couldn't even get away from it at the funeral where the club members formed a guard of honour in Finton's memory. Mm, Finton has passed away. All right, RIP All right, beef to Finton. Um, Oh, it that gets was a, a bit. D- d- yeah. <laughs> uh, you never really get over losing someone close, but time passes and lets you deal with it. So, winning the Lance final in Fintan's memory was the next priority. And when we learned we would be up against Kakeni, well, it made the challenge all the more spicy. Oh, what a great friend, Yeah. Because our current crop of players had never beaten them in a provincial final. Ah. See, there's always another line that just brings it all together.
2: See, it started off real depressing. And mm. I was like, well, I did not cho- choose a good pager. And then yeah. Spicy was added in and yeah. just took it to a different level.
1: I like how he's phrased that there. Time mm. passes and lets you deal with it. Mm. It's not time passes and it gets easier.
0: Mm.
1: It lets you deal with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. What do you like there, Mark? It just... makes sense,
0: I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You have to get over it. Get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah. Man up. <laughs> Man up. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, uh, I, um, no, I think... Uh, we have a few bits to do now. <laughs> we're off. We're off. With messages. Yeah, yeah. Off, yeah. Off on their own. <laughs> now it's right, Mrs. O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Will we finish by tasting the cake? Uh... Oh, uh, you were
1: remember... See, I sandwich.
2: knew by baking these. I was like, Mark's still not going to eat these. Yeah.
1: Well, see,
0: yeah. He, you, you have a strict. Like, um, big, I have a big meal planned this there's evening way, from there's a, Grizzly a Pizza.
2: Oh, yeah, grizzly Pizza.
0: Grizzly Pizza. Uh Philly and all and a friend of mine from Arclaw started a business in there. They do sort of bespoke takeaway foods now, burgers and things like that. And I'm yet to try it, so I said, "See evening no, no, and I'll shout out to Grizzly. Shout out to Grizzly Pizza and Arkle. So look up on Instagram, and you can order from there. You can pre-order it. This is RK cakes and bakes that I'm just about to devour. <laughs> That's a fucking big bite.
2: That was a good bite. You got half the
1: kinder <laughs> Bueno in it too.
2: Mm. Well. Yeah, no, there's kinder Bueno inside mm. it. Like mm. there's mm. chopped up kinder inside the um, cupcake.
1: And where did you get the ideas for this? Pinterest or?
2: No, um, I actually don't even know. Like I just, I found like I see cream. recipes that mm. I'd saved like from a few years ago and stuff and I'm like, oh, I might try them. And then you might see it for like a different chocolate or Smoking. a different type of, mm. say, buttercream. And then I just kind of went with it and was yeah. like, oh, that will work with this and this.
1: This is a very interesting, one. and you—they all custom made in mate, So this is like a dark chocolate, or not a dark chocolate, but like there's a rich chocolate texture um, in the cake itself, and then you have the the looseness of what's going on on top. Mm.
0: What are you getting <laughs> yeah. notes of?
1: I'm getting notes of um uh, the the white chocolate the, mm. of the kind of, yeah. <laughs> but
0: uh, an oaky afterbirth. Yeah. Mm.
1: Plenty of Valky afterbirths going on No, there's, in, not, in Bantry, there's no afterbirth um, in Bantry this weekend, I it? I need to use this
2: as advertisement now. Yeah. Just, that, just that full saying of advertisement <laughs> for uh, RK Cakes and Bakes.
0: Mm. <laughs> this has been special. Thank you, Roisin. Thanks, oh, watching. Shout it? out RK Cakes and Bakes. Look it up, Instagram, Facebook. Get your messages in, get your orders in.
2: Mm. <laughs> TTYL, look after yourself. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>